going, yay, this is Complete Draws, a podcast where I put in as minimal amount of effort as I possibly can into a podcast. Um, it's unedited because I can't be bothered editing it. And I also now film them and put them up on YouTube if you want to watch um, why. It's so boring. Um, you can go, I've got other videos. Just search for Christian Hull. Just Google it or YouTube, Google it or I don't know, whatever it is. I really want to have some production, like some music when I, like, I don't know. I feel like most good podcasts have some sort of uh, thing at the start of them, which we refer to in the business as music and opener. Um, I am going to delve into the system right now and see if I can find something. I'm going to bash the keypad, the search keypad, and whatever... <gasps> get stuffed. Oh, my God. This is the perfect opener. Now, did you hear me just bash the keypad? I just bashed the keypad. Now I want Maestro 1, Card Express 1. Where's that? Is that? Uh, am I allowed to do it through Maestro 1? I'm doing it through Maestro 1. I'm in a radio studio and there's a lot of buttons in front of me. Okay. This is the random song that came on when I bashed the keypad. This is the rhythm of the night. The night. Okay, and for legal reasons, I actually physically can't play any more than that. Um, because I'm now filming them and putting them on YouTube, it gets copyright flagged. Whereas before, with podcasts, if you've seen, if you've listened to any of the previous ones, I literally played a full Tina Arena song. Not supposed to. Um, but, like, podcasts like podcasts aren't big enough for, like, machines to look at copyright claims. Um, anyway. Um, what did I want to... Talk about, let me go into my phone. My brother's actually here. So the next podcast, him and his girlfriend, I've convinced them to come on and we can just talk about um, what it was like growing up with, you know, like a really amazing, talented, gifted older brother. Talking about myself in case you weren't sure. Um, hold on, let me go here. Podcast, podcast. I got some questions. Oh, yeah. Jack Davidson on Twitter asked me to talk about my time at high school, but I feel like I did did I talk about that? I was I hated high school. High school was the worst. I mean, you think I look horrific now? Holy Jesus! I was like a little portly, awkward as total teenager. Like I was super awkward, and I played the clarinet and the saxophone. I was in like the bands. I was like, I wasn't a smart nerd, but I wasn't like a nerd. Like, just a bit of a reject. You know, that didn't have... It's going to sound so sad. Don't feel sad. I didn't, like, have a group of friends. Like, I knew I had some friends, but not, like, of the type that you hang out with at lunchtime, you know? So I spent most of my time in the school library, did my homework, and then went home and watched television and, you know, rocked back and forth and cried. I'm just trying to think if I have any interesting story. Oh, I never. Oh my god! Do they still do like PE in schools? Physical. What does PE stand for? Physical. I don't know. It's a. It's the sport subject where you learn about the sport. I'm like, what the? Of course you do. It's Australia, and so um, you learn about the body and fitness and all that horse rubbish shit that went out the window as soon as I left year 12. Um, and we had to do every Thursday there was, it was like prac. Oh no, it was like Tuesday and Thursday was practical. So you go out and you're actually doing physical activity. You bring your sports gear in. And it's like, no, no. 
I hate it. It's so much. Okay, we're going to run three laps of the oval. No, that is not teaching me anything. That's trying to make me active. That is not learning. That is not why my parents paid for me to go to this school. And so what I used to do is, is I used to strategically forget, oh, damn it, my sports uniform, which meant couldn't do practical PE. Damn it, God. And every time I forgot it, I was like, God, and I really, really wanted to play baseball for 45 minutes this period. God damn it. I'm just, oh, so annoyed with myself, which of course the teacher would never believe. And so what you do is that you then have to sit and write lines. I would happily write lines instead of do physical activity. And we had to like, we had to write like a passage from this like Bible. So I went to a Catholic school and it was you know, something Marcel and Champagnery. And we just had to write it like for the whole 45 minutes. Um, and sit outside, no teacher supervision, because they're off supervising the kids on the Oval. So I'd write four lines. Or what I used to do, which is a genius, is write, just have, just go home and I'd have lines written, right? And then I would just show them in the book. I was like, oh, I've written it in my book. Because what they'd ask for, they'd go, write these lines on a separate bit of paper, and they'd collect the paper, right? I wouldn't. I'd write them inside my PE book or another book or whatever book, and I'd only have one. And so I'd be like, okay, sir, I'm writing lines. And he'd leave and he'd see me running lines and he'd come back. I've swapped books and I've like done four pages of lines, which I did like weeks ago. I'd be like, finish, sir. Oh my God, I can't hand them in because they're attached into my book, my learning book. But you can't collect that because then what am I going to learn with? So he'd be like, okay, every time I do it. I'd also. If I, if I didn't want to have to write lines, I could forge my mum's signature. In the back of our school diary, we had like six slips and like notes that parents can write and sign and hand in and they were on like graphite paper so that we all had a record of them. Kids listening to this, if you're a child who is listening to this podcast right now, okay, your school teacher doesn't know what your parents' signature looks like. They don't have a chart of parents' signatures. So you know what I used to do? I used to sign six slips and uh, notes for PE, like, oh, Christian can't perform in PE because he's so he's hurt his foot. <laughs> Love Karen Hull. And then you just scribble something that resembles Karen Hull. The teacher has no idea. He'd gladly accept the note and go, oh, are you okay? And put it away. I'm like, of course I'm fine. I forged my mother's signature. I don't know if that's super illegal for school, but think about this. Your teacher, one, doesn't care. Two, has no idea what your parents' signature looks like. So you can make up any bullshit. And then my parents' signature, two, were never the same. They never looked similar. You just do some fancy scribble on a piece of paper and they buy it. Oh, Christian needed four weeks off school. Sign it away. There you go. I'm off for four weeks. Okay, I don't recommend doing that. That's... That's not, you stay in school, but like, as soon as I figured out that my teacher doesn't know what my parents' signature was like, I felt like I could do anything, anything. Oh, Christian is allowed to steal from the canteen. Love his mum, Karen Hull. And then I scribble. I'm like, oh, hello. Yes, canteen ladies. Uh, My mum's written this note. I'm allowed to steal. And then I just steal stuff. But, oh, my mum signed it. I don't know what my mum's signature looks like. I talked about that time I used to steal. Have I? Have I spoken about when I was a kleptomaniac? Oh. I don't know. Did I? I'm pretty sure I did. Anyway, I, I 
used to. Yeah, the escutcheon. Yeah, I've spoken about it. Anyway, uh, troll through and you, you'll find it. I, I used to, when I was in high school, I used to um, steal a lot of things. I was, um, yeah. And I'm going to throw my friend in the deep end, Gemma, right? Jenna? Gemma. No, it was Gemma. And Chantel. Yeah, Chantel. She was a bad influence on me. She's now married with two children. Oh, she's not married. Well, they're practically married. They've got two children. Anyway, that's enough about her. Oh, we're still great friends. She's just like, she was, <gasps> she was like the school, like she wasn't a bully. She was like, but so confident and just like nothing. Like, oh, she was great. So we had this girl who was in my in my homeroom. So her name was Chantel. Red hair, tall, like slim and would just, um, I don't know. We, like, I was glad I had her as a friend because I was like this tiny little kid and she was like the older sister you always wanted. You know, doing things she shouldn't be doing, meeting up with boys she shouldn't be meeting up with and then telling me all about it. And it was the, oh, the stories. And like, we used to be in homeroom in tears because we just joke and then she'd share stuff and it was like terrible. Like, she got into some, oh, I don't know if I'm she got into someone's, she got into a random guy's car and still in high school, right? He was, oh, anyway, hopefully she wants to this. And um, she uh, was the bad, well, she wasn't the key influencer in my kleptomania C. She just had, <laughs> she just had genius ways of stealing from shops. And it's bad. No, of course you shouldn't do it. It's wrong. But she just came up with some very clever. So, like, I would literally go in and, and you know, take a, a Mentos from a thing and leave. And I felt, didn't feel guilty. I know, it's bad. It's really bad. And then she would, she was, she was bad. She, she, oh, God, the things she came up with. And I can't share them with you because it's so illegal and it was just so I think she got she got caught by the police. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god. Anyway, I love you, Chantel. Um, uh, I've got written down here: sleeping bag clothes. <sighs> this one. Oh look, I'm not upset by this, and I know I go on, and I. I, oh, Jesus, it's just, a lot of people literally just telling me to shut up about the fact that I go on about my weight and about dieting and eating, right? You know, it's just, you know, like, I'll complain about it, but I won't do anything about it. That's what I'm like. I love food too much that I know I've eaten too much and I'm carrying a little bit extra, but I'm not going to stop that because I love food and I'm not changing my dietary requirements to suit society's needs about how I should look. However, I do have incredibly poor health and I will probably die young. That's not the point, though. Food is delicious. Terrible food. Fried cheese is yummy. Um, And I went and did my winter clothes shop. And I was wandering around the store. And, of course, all the bloody stores, they don't have a unanimous size. I don't know what it's like for chicks. I, I I do hear them complain a lot. Like a size 10 somewhere else is actually a size 12 or it's a size 8 or it's like the, a size 10 is not like 10 inches. It's not like a physical measurement. It's just a size and it varies. It's the same for medium, large, extra large, extra, extra large. 
Right? It's not based on a unanimous measurement. So I'll go into a store, like Country Road, for example. Now, at the moment, most stores, I'm a double XL. Yeah, pretty big. Uh, Country Road, I feel great about myself because I think they've worked a business strategy where they make double XL clothes, but they label them as extra large. So I'm like, oh, my God, I've lost weight. I've dropped a whole clothing size. So you're in at Country Road and you feel great. Doo-ba-doo-doo. And then you go to, like, Uniqlo and you're like, damn it, why? Uniqlo's clothes are so stupid. They're dumb. They're incorrect. I'm a double XL. I'm supposed to be an XL. Stupid Uniqlo. Although Uniqlo sizes are more, no, like, that's the normal normal sizes. Oh, no, that's Japanese. Is it Uniqlo? Hold on, just one second. Hey, Siri, is Uniqlo Japanese? Okay, well, she wasn't any help. Um, oh. Hold on, sorry, let me just Google it. No, okay, look, it doesn't matter. It's like one of the Asian countries. And the Asians are petite human beings. Like, they're short and thin, right? So, Uniqlo finally closed for short people. Because I am 168 centimetres tall, which is 5 foot 6 or 7. And, um, 5 foot 6. And, oh, God, you know when you're talking about something in mid-sentence, you just, no idea what the point of this was. Oh, oh, sizes. Yes, I think. I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, Uniqlo, like, I'll go into a normal store and a, uh, you know, uh, uh, a bigger pair of pants for like a, a oh, what am I trying to say? Like a 34 pant, which is what I am. 36, actually. But I'm just going to go with 34. Um, the makers of a, a pant size 34 go, oh, okay, naturally a healthy-sized human being who wears a 34-size pant is six foot two. Right? So they make the pants really long. So any size 34 is built for a six foot human being. And I am five foot five, six, five foot six. Don't you take an inch of me. Point one of it. I don't don't know where I'm going with this. Christ. So when I buy any pant sizes, the legs are always too long and I have to roll them up and it looks gross. And I just look and I hate it and I get really frustrated and I, I don't like shopping for long pants. That's why I don't like wearing long pants because I have to get them tailored. And oh, Christ! That is one more extra step that I don't want to do. But Uniqlo offer tailoring in store. But I don't even need tailoring. So Uniqlo, because they're Japanese, make different lengths for the clothes. So I can get a 34 waist and I can also get a short leg length. So the pants fit. They're perfect and I love it. Um, And then, oh yeah, what was the point of that? Oh, different clothing sizes, blah, blah, blah. That's why I hate clothes shopping. I really forget the point of this. Oh no, the whole story was... I then went into Topman and bought this jacket. Absolutely beautiful, like a long, like it comes down to below my knee. It's fleece lined. It's got a big hood. It's like an army green. Uh, it's a nice big winter coat. Keeps me really warm and I bloody love it. And it came in, you know, double XL, which is what I needed. <sighs> the only problem was um, when I went to buy it, um, they were the, the guy f- was trying to fold it up. Now it was huge. It's the biggest jacket that they sell in the store, and I'm pretty sure it was like the only one. They only ordered one because like no one's who's that big that's going to wear that jacket. Well, I am, and it was my time to come into the shop and buy it. So he's trying to fold it, and you can't, you cannot physically fold it because it's. It looked like he was putting a sleeping bag into a, into a into a into its thing, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. 
I now wear sleeping bags as jackets. Stylish sleeping bags. But I was like, oh, my God, am I, am I really at the point where... Like, the next stage from sleeping bag jackets is just moo-moos. It's just fabric with hole in the top because they can't make it big enough. Okay. Uh, okay, I look good in this sleeping bag with arms, but he physically just couldn't get it in the bag. And I'm there going, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit big, isn't it? Yeah, because I've got a lot of weight, you know. Oh, no. And I was like, just don't worry about it. I'll just put it on and I'll walk out with it. So I put it on. Didn't fit in a bag. doesn't actually fit in any of the bags that I have. So if I take it out with me, I have to wear it. And then if I carry it, it's literally like carrying an open sleeping bag. It is so big and so foofy and fleecy and amazing, but so massive that it it look it actually it's like a swag. It looks like a swag because it's that army green. So that's that's the current situation with my winter clothing. I do buy a lot of winter wardrobe. I'm actually wearing um uh this thing. What's it called? Flannel right now. Yep, great. You can't see it. You can on the video. Um, okay, what have I got written down here? Oh, so I've asked people to give me a five star rating. Nothing less. If you give me less than five stars, I will physically assault you. No, I won't. That's mean. Don't. That's rude. I won't. Obviously, I love everybody. But I want to, I just, I need to maintain it like a really perfect record. And so a lot of people have been giving me five star ratings. But then what I ask them to is if they're not happy with something, don't give me four and a half stars. No. Or four or three or two or one. Still give me that five star review. But write underneath the review what it is. Um, you don't like about the podcast or some constructive feedback because I love getting constructive feedback and I got the best bit of feedback and I didn't even realize I was doing this on the podcast um, and I've probably done it throughout this entire one now. I don't, I just I literally had no idea. And it reads, <clears throat> oh, hold on. I took a photo of it. Oh, where is it? And I love this. I want constructive criticism. I love it. And I'm, I want to do like bits where I read out your constructive criticism on the podcast. So I need more. I need you to go in to iTunes or Omni or wherever you're or listening to this podcast from. Podcast one. I'm about to go into a new podcast platform, but I don't know if I can talk about it yet because it's not officially launched. Um, but by the time you're hearing this, it's probably officially launched, but it's not officially launched by the time this goes. It's so confusing. You'll hear about more about it soon, but it's super exciting. Someone, someone a, a podcast platform went, hey, Christian, you know how you do this and this? How about you come over here and do it with us, but you earn some money from it? And I was like, a lot of people are going to think I'm selling out right now. But you know what? I don't care because I need to earn a living. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! After I read you this review, I need to. I need to talk about something that someone said about a video I did, a sponsored video. Oh god! I wanted to. I wanted to physically just slap them in the face. Okay, let me read my constructive bit of feedback. Oh, my phone locked. Hold on. Oh, what's my password? Okay. Okay. Oh, now the phone. Oh, I'm so sorry. Here we go. Constructive feedback by Catherine S. Shout out to Catherine S. I appreciate you. I need more constructive feedback. With five star reviews. Christian is very funny and I have a laugh. Thanks, Catherine. It's really nice. She goes on to say, you did ask for constructive feedback and I'm wondering if there could be less sniffling, 
during the pod. Less sniffing. <sniffs> do I do that? Oh, my God. If I do... I know sometimes I won't have eaten in a while, so my, my voice is annoying and it, it makes that noise when I talk. It's so annoying. But I talk loudly to try and mask the grossness that is Christian Hull. Um... Oh, and here is another bit of constructive feedback. Okay, I'm going to try and stop sniffing. Didn't even realise I did it. So I think it's an unconscious uh, thing that I do. Oh, I just did it so much that I, that was supposed to be a funny joke, but it backfired into I just swallowed a big chunk of my snot. That's disgusting. Okay, Kylie writes, love dick chats. My last review didn't work. Disappointing. Here are five stars for you. You bring a lot of joy to my day as I drive home from work. Thanks. Ky- now, Kylie spelled her name K. Why, 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 L-I-E? Because obviously Kylie with four Ys was taken, so she needed to do five Ys. You could have just done Kylie and your last name. We wanted to be anonymous. Anyway, blah, 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 blah. Please increase the dick chat as that's my favourite. Much love. Okay, so stop sniffing, talk about dicks more. Um, Kylie... I thought I talk about digs too much. Although no one has said I talk about digs too much. Um, so please, um, for content of the podcast, go uh, leave a five-star review. Oh, God, I know it's desperate. I know it's desperate. I know. Um, I hate it when Uber drivers say, five-star, five-star. Oh, that was that racist? I don't mean that to be racist. That's just <laughs> a voice that I do. Um, and I go, yes, uh, God, stop yelling at me. Yeah. I'll give you five stars. And that really annoys me. And I'm doing that now. So, um, but what I need you to do is I need you to write constructive, like just things that maybe you hated about the podcast. Like Kylie hated the fact there was not enough dick chat. So she put that in there. Some people have said I need some more guests. Hence why I'm going to have my brother in on the next podcast and his girlfriend. And then... Catherine S. said, stop sniffing. I didn't even know I was doing it, but I love that. Now, I did. what was I screaming and flailing around about? Oh, so I made a, so I got approached by um, this guy who's from the UK and he runs a whole lot of big Facebook pages. He runs, uh, he's part of a group that owns Fortify, Fortify Games, um, some big name people. I think he must look after them. And he said, oh, look, I love your content. Um, look, we'll share it on our pages. All I ask you to do is we have an, a game, an app called Color Switch, right? And the way Color Switch works is um, what they do is they'll share my content on their pages so I can grow my audience. But all I have to do is put a little bit of a clip of me playing the Color Switch app in it. Now, right, some say that's a bit gimmicky and whatnot, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to give this a try because there's 13 million people on this page. So when I make the video, it was just about like tuna, opening a tin of tuna in the office and how there's always someone that doesn't, it always stinks out of the office. And it, it, it opens with me playing this game and it cuts to the actual video. And um, this one person, oh, I should have found the comment, wrote this comment about how I've sold out. Right, Mind you, I'd made about four sponsored posts before that, which I don't believe is selling out. Like, 
that's that's what pisses me off. Like this podcast that I've been doing, right? Um, I've made not that I've done this to make money from it, but I've come in and I've done it, and there's there's no advertising, there's no nothing. I'm offering you know the podcast to people for free. I love it. I love that I can do that. But now some people have approached me and say, hey, in the middle, we're going to pop a 10-second little commercial. And I go, okay. Mm, <laughs> and <laughs> for them to be able to do that, I get like, you know, four or five dollars. And so a lot of people, and I'm assuming there'll be a chunk of listeners on this podcast that will find that annoying and uh, believe that I've sold out. And I wrote a reply to this to this girl um, because she, she got a lot of likes and she got people being like, ah, oh, you've sold out. Yeah, you sold out. I want to read what I wrote because I was angry at that comment, but I, un- I understood. I understand why people think um, content creators sell out when they start including sort of advertising or brands. Now, I'm always... Uh, very open and honest about when you see a sponsored post, the cl- the client the, is tagged and there's also a watermark in there. So it's really obvious. Um, but it's, hold on, let me just find this comment. Like I, I did one for Linen House and I did one for Schoolies recently. Now, Linen House were really good because they said, look, put your Trish wig on and do whatever you want. So I bagged, I, bas- I didn't bag them out, but I basically took the piss of the brand and they loved that. It was funny and it did really well. And schoolies was the same. Um, so I, I wasn't essentially making a commercial for them. Let me go here. Christian Hull Tuna. And what did this girl write? Here we go. She wrote. Oh, it's not here. Is it? Okay. <clears throat> She's written here. Oh no, Christian, you sold yourself out to those damn colour app people. This is why I've stopped watching so many people. Why? And she got 48 likes. Um, and then someone said, I stopped playing the video as soon as I saw it. Why sell yourself out, Christian? Money ain't everything. You're just like the others. Now, first of all, I didn't get paid for that. Um, not that that matters, even if I did. I get where she's coming from. Um, a lo- there was a lot of support. You know, who cares? Oh, it's the content. And then this is what I wrote. And this is what I want people to know about any musician, about any person that makes content, whether it be uh, YouTube videos, whether it be podcasts, whether it be, um, what am I trying to say? Just any form of content, songs, anything, right? It's, this was my reply. Just a heads up, I wasn't paid for this. I was asked to do it, and they said they would then share this on their Facebook page. I am more than happy for your honest feedback. I welcome it wholeheartedly. I've been paid for videos and will continue to get paid for videos. This is how I make a living. I just bought a $4,000 camera and microphone and a shitload of gear so I can make more videos. I offer my content to you for free, and I love that I can do that. Please understand that content creators do need to make money from somewhere and by working with brands, we are able to carry on offering up our creations to you for free. 
Since YouTube started giving creators money from advertising, we have seen the platform grow and we have seen individuals thrive on the success that they so deserve. In the end, we all need money to grow and develop. I have goals I want to achieve and I can't do it on my own. I need you and I need a bit of money. And that's what I said. And that's what I want people to understand is um, when your musician goes from Triple J to commercial radio, they're not selling out. Basically what they're doing is they're finally starting to earn an income from the thing that they love the most. You know, they're offering, you know, they're essentially offering it to you for free. While you can buy their song, you can't, you can, oh, it's hard to explain. I'm not too, I'm not very good at explaining things to people, but um, you watch ads on YouTube, and that's because YouTubers have said, please advertise on my channel, you know, and that steady stream of money, not much, will come in um, and they can afford to buy props, they can afford to buy things to talk about on videos, and it basically just carries on the cycle of them being able to create content and not have to work full-time. Now, I do work full-time and I love the job that I have, but then, will, you know, ultimately to be able to to continue doing Trish and continue doing a lot of stuff, I need to, quote, sell out. Um, But my content will never change. So, you know, anyway. Wow, really ended it on such a serious note. I can't play songs anymore because I'm I'm videoing. This is the rhythm of the night. And end podcast.